Hey everybody, it's Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode of Season 6 of the Crime Chronicles, we're going to be talking about some things that might offend a few people, that might hurt some people, that might, and might make you want to cringe. But bear with me. These are just opinions. They're not, these are just opinions and they're just points of view. What I'm going to tell you is something that a lot of people are afraid to understand. Here's what I'm going to tell you, all right? First, I want to get into motive time. I always have to do that because I like to give you some motivation. Motivation is this. Remember, never quit your day job while conquering the world. Rich people, poor people. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time. You're just wasting money. Don't do that, all right? This podcast is sponsored by BlackBlueElectronica.com. For all your electronic needs, go there. Now, let's get into this. Listen. I talked in one of my early podcasts about red pills, blue pills. This one is not a red pill or a blue pill. This is about things that you need to do to protect yourself. All right, listen carefully. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you are dating, we're not saying you're married. If you're married, this does not, have, this does not affect you because married people automatically know this. All right, I'm, I'm going to do that first because this goes out because every person, if you're married, you, you probably have this experience. Let's say you're married. You have this wonderful person in your life. You're married. Y'all get married and stuff. Okay, y'all move, y'all move into a house. Okay, you move into a house. All right, whichever person you move with, y'all move in together. It doesn't matter who the person is. People always say, well, what if it's a woman or a guy or whatever? It doesn't matter. You marry whoever you married. The person you marry, I'm going to tell you right now, take the things that you have that's yours, that you cherish, the things that you have that yours is value, that you think is valuable, things that your, your personal belongings is not really your personal belongings when you're married. Those personal belongings will be in the trash or will be at the thrift store or will be in the garage. If you have a house and you got a garage, will be in the garage or in totes because those things don't match the decor of the house. You can have one or two things. I remember I went over um, a guy's house a long time ago. I went to go visit him and his wife. Came into his house. The house had nothing in there that was his, that his had his things. None of his things that he had were in the house. They were in, they were in totes in the garage. Nothing in the house was his, nothing. He had a picture of he had a picture of his mother, of his mom at a concert. He had he had took a photo of back in those days he had cameras. He had a disposable camera and he took a picture of her mom at a concert with the artist, famous artist. And that picture he had it framed and he kept a copy. He had gave one to his mom and he kept one of his mom. All three of them together with the artist. And he had that in the house. That picture was in the garage on the wall. It was not in the house where it should be because that's his mom. She said it didn't match the decor of the house. So that picture had to go in the garage. Oh, but her family pictures and stuff were in the house. And her things, 99% of her things were in the house. 1% was his and that was his clothes. Oh, in the kitchen? He had 
he had a particular coffee mug. I remember he had a particular coffee mug. No one could drink out of that coffee mug. Because that was his. I mean, it was a special coffee mug that he got from his grandfather. Because it was, it was a gift. His grandfather. Grandfather was a pottery maker. Grandfather handmade that thing. Beautiful coffee mug. And he drank coffee, so he would always drink out of it. He would drink coffee out of it. He would drink water out of it. He would drink soda out of it. He would drink milk out of it because that was his cup. Every, there were so many other glasses in the house because his wife bought all these nice glasses and stuff. He would sit down at the table and he would bring out that mug and he would drink out of that. She would say, but it doesn't match the decor for dinner. He says, it doesn't matter. Everything else can match. Just that's my cup. And it irritated her. That he only drank out of that cup. He wouldn't drink out of nothing else but that cup. She got to the point. She said, what's so special about... Here's what she said. What's so special about that cup? He said, because it's my cup. If I can't have anything in here, I can have my cup. I don't bother your things. Don't bother my things. So one day, she decided... She walked in and she decided, because we're married, that his cup should be my cup. That's what she said. So she goes in there... And she drinks out of it. Knowing that he told her, that's my cup. He said, babe, he said, honey, we're married now. Go get your own special cup. That's my special cup. I drink out of that. You don't drink out of it. Get your own cup. You know, all the dishes are washed. Everything's clean. Get your own glass. She decided because she felt that I'm married to you, that I can drink out of anything. He comes in the house. She's sitting there drinking out of his cup. Oh, he flipped the script. And he told me the story. He went off. And he went and got a lawyer and he divorced her. He went and got a lawyer and he divorced her. He filed for divorce. She couldn't understand why. He said, I told you that everything in this, everything in this house I have no problem with. I put my stuff in the garage. I did this. I did everything you asked. All I ask of you is this is my cup. You don't drink out of it. I don't care. There's other cups. Grab a cup. But don't drink out of my cup. And she said, why can't I? He says, because I can't have my things in the house. You can't drink out of my cup. And he literally told her. And he was filing for divorce because he was that angry. She turned around and she said, oh, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're not sorry. You wanted to prove a point that what's so special about that cup? What's so special about it? It's my cup. That's what's special about it. It's not your cup. It's my cup. She sat there, didn't believe him, till one day she got papers in the got papers by a sheriff, served her with divorce papers. He moved out. That should have been a sign, but she didn't heed to that because she's like, whatever. She got those papers. That was the warning. She sat there. She didn't want the divorce. And of course he didn't want it. But he had to make a point. Because he had to show her. That he meant business. And he had to show that. Who's alpha. The point of that being is. A lot of times. If a person tells you. Listen. These are my things. I won't bother your things. I won't bother your things. Don't bother mine. I appreciate that. If you do that. We're, we, we will live a happy life. But she couldn't do that. So they had to go to therapy. So he ended up saying that he went to therapy. 
his mom told him, don't divorce over something that is so minute and trivial as a cup. When he, when he sat there and told his mom, it's the cup that grandpa, it's the cup that grandpa made. It's the cup that was given to me by grandpa. Father, grandpa, that's who gave me that cup. He handmade that cup because he was a pottery. He handmade that cup for me. I've been drinking that cup since I was a little kid when he made that for me. You notice when I was at home, I drank out of no other cup but that cup in the house. And his mother said, well, yeah, yeah, because your grand, yeah, because he made that for you. Right. That's my cup. I took that cup with me. I told my wife. My wife knew that was my cup. She knew not to drink out of it, but she drank out of it anyway because she felt like that it didn't matter. We have brand, we have nice glasses. We have nice cups. I don't drink out of her cup. She has a particular cup that she drinks her coffee out of. I don't drink out of it. I drink out of my cup. She decided because she felt that she felt that she's an alpha, that she wants to be the alpha woman, that it's all about her and, and don't care about me. Now she's going to realize. She went to therapy. She went to go, she went to therapy. And the therapist, she went to go see, they went to therapy, they went to counseling. Went to go see a therapist, a marriage therapist, to go see if they can save the marriage because the wife really, really loved him. And she wanted to save the marriage. She was like, I really got to get, get counseling. Went to go see the therapist. He pulled out photos of the house. In the house, there was no pictures of his family. There were no pictures. There was her family in the house. There were no pictures of his family nowhere. Go in the garage, there was only one picture. That was, that was his mom, him, and the artist that they went to go see at a concert. In the house, none of the, none of the things in the house were his. All of the stuff in there that she got, all her things, all her little things and whatnots and whatever were hers. The moral of that thing was when, the, when, the, when that lady sat there and asked her, so anything in here is his? Uh, what do you mean? Is anything in this house his? Uh, his clothes? Oh, she says, y'all need a divorce. Husband was like, thank you. And he gets up. She goes, Why? Because where is his things? What do you mean? What do you mean where is his things? No, where is his stuff? There's nothing in here that, that signifies that he's here. It's all your stuff. Where is his things? You have to be 50-50. This is not a one-sided marriage. It's a 50-50 marriage. So, she says, you want to save your marriage? He has to put his stuff in there. She says, oh, but his stuff is not, his stuff is so, oh, Oh my God, oh, they're not even, okay, give him a room, give him a corner, he can put stuff in a corner, in a room, make a hallway, he can put his stuff in there, he can put shelves and stuff, she says, oh, I don't want his things in there, oh, oh my God, fact, fact, fact to be told, the things he had were valuable, the stuff that he had were antique valuables that he collected when he was little. And he brought them. They were all valuable. He didn't, she didn't know that. Oh, but he knew. Because he knew they were valuable. She didn't know. All of a sudden, hard times came. She lost her job. Oh, he was working. 
because they both were working. She lost her job. Her, her company went bankrupt. And she lost her job. And, and couldn't live that lifestyle she wanted to live to maintain her friends and stuff. And maintain that look. Her friends always said, your house looks so inviting with all your stuff. And, but none of his stuff was there. But they had to split. So his stuff was all laying around. His stuff, was in the, his stuff wasn't in the bedroom because he didn't want it. He, she said, no bedroom. He said, good. So they had an extra room. They had a guest room. In the guest room, all his things were in there. Well, they went into the guest room, and her, friend, her girlfriend said, oh, my God, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? She says, what? That, oh, that old thing? No, where'd you get that? Oh, that's my husband's. Where the hell did he get that? Oh, my God, where did he get that? And they were like, what do you mean? She's like, what do you mean? Because he was telling me. She said, what do you mean? And he was standing there, what do you mean? She's like, what do you mean, that old thing? Oh, my God, where? And he looked and he said, oh, I got that. He says, I got that one time at a flea market. I checked it and it's, it's carbon. I checked it and the date, I checked it at the library. At the old days before the Internet, I went to the library and I checked it and it turned out it was an antique. So I'm keeping it because it might be valuable worth something. Do you know how much it's worth? That is worth a lot of money. A lot of money. That one, she kept pointing at all these things he had. They're worth money. He's like, I know what they're worth. That's why I keep them. Found out. Wife started looking like, that junkie shit, that quote, unquote, came out of her mouth. That junkie shit. And the, and the girl and her friend was like, you call that shit? Oh my God, you don't know what your husband has. Your husband has over a million dollars worth of stuff, a million or more worth of antiques right here. She goes, really? Yeah, antiques, valuable. Years later, they're still married. Don't get me wrong, they're still married. Still married. Because she had to realize too, she had to, she had to have a she had to have a coming to Jesus moment with herself, and her, and and she had to kind of because that day right there when her friend validated what her husband was collecting was worth something. Kids were kids were about to go to college. They had kids. Kids were about to go to college. You know, they, she had she had a, um, a boy and a girl. They had a big house, so they had a, had enough where they have a guest room. Their house was big enough where they had a guest room. He took one of his items, he sold it, paid off the house. She didn't know he did that. When she lost her job, he sold one of his things to pay off the house because they were both working where he didn't have to sell nothing. They can pay the mortgage. Oh, he paid the mortgage. He paid the house completely off. House got paid off. Turned around. Kids had to go to college. He sold a few more items, paid for the kids' college, all of their college. Their whole tuition and everything. Kids went to college. They all got a degree. She turned around. She was baffled by how he paid for their college when, when it's only a one-income family. When she didn't work. Because he told her, you're not working. He says, you're not working. Because apparently, because she couldn't work. Oh, no, she couldn't work. Because every time she'd get a, it wasn't the job that she used to work at, where she was appreciated and valued. 
So he loved her enough to where he told her, you're not working, I will provide. I am the husband, I will provide. So that's what she did, that's what he did. And everything, little by little, he was selling things off. One item he had, it was really, it was really old. It was from China. It was an actual China cup. Tucker was valued at over two and a half billion dollars, the value. But that's what the value was, two and a half billion dollars. But he realized when he started looking at it that it was from a collection that was a stolen collection. So what he did was he wrote a letter. Yeah, a good friend of mine, he wrote a letter to the um, Chinese consulate. He wrote a letter to the Chinese consulate and he told them, he said, um, hi, my name is such and such. I, long, he said, he wrote a story. He said, a long time ago when I was a kid, I went to a flea market and I bought this box of Chinaware. In there was this little cup, little teacup that I liked. And I really, really liked it. And I, so I kept it. All the other stuff my sister got, they weren't, they were, I just liked this one cup because it was pretty and I liked the design. And I always drew that design. I said, this design right here had this symbol on it. Could you tell me what this symbol means on the cup? He drew it because I, he said, I drew it because I knew it by heart. They called him, they wrote him a letter back and asked him, what is your phone number? He says, my name, my phone number is such that he gave him the number. They called him. They called him all the way from Beijing. They called him all the way from Beijing, China to, to, to ask him, do you have photos? He said, yeah. They said, how is the cup? He said, the cup, I'll send you the photos. So he mailed off the photos. He's old school. He doesn't have, he doesn't do like most people do the internet and stuff, he doesn't get on the net, that'd be his kids, that'd be his kids and his grandkids, he says, well, I'll send it to you, they say, well, they send him a letter back saying, here's our email, email us the photo, he didn't know that, like that. so he goes to his grandkids, hey, email me these, email these, how do I email these photos or whatever, they took their phone, they photographed everything and everything and emailed it, found out that it was, it was a, it was a part of a, a lost dynasty collection that they were looking for to go in the museum over there in China. And he had it. And it was worth a lot of money. Well, what he told me was the US, what it was, he says, I, I, we said, I would love to send it to you. He says, but if it's that, if you say it's that valuable, I, how do, I don't want to send it through the mail because I don't want it to get broke. So the Chinese government said, we're going to send, and the person he talked to on the phone was a lady. She literally said, do you have Facebook? He says, my grandkids do. Get up, have your grandkids get on Facebook. Find me. They found her. They said, we, I'm with the U.S. Chinese consulate. I'm with the Chinese consulate. I'm coming to the States. They came to the States. They, they, she checked it. It was the actual piece. He handed it over to them. They handed him a check. He didn't tell me the amount because he said it wasn't irrelevant, but it was value. It was a lot because it had no it had no cracks in it, and it was still interesting. And he had the saucer that went with it, the little saucer. He had the teacup and the saucer, perfectly matched set. It was it was one perfectly matched set one. He gave it to him. 
They gave him a check. He was like, okay. Now his wife looks at him. Now she looks at him. And she just, and she looks at him and she says, he told me one day they went, they went somewhere. They went to their granddaughter's graduation. And she looked at him and she apologized to him. She said he actually apologized for what she did in the early years of their marriage. And she was like, okay. And he said, it's fine. And she said, were you really going to divorce me over your cup? He said, yes, because that's my cup. Let me explain something to you, babe. He said, let me explain something to you, honey. I love you. I, I love you. I allow you. He said, I allow you to put everything in this house the way you want it. But all I asked was for you to let me have my coffee cup. I told you, I'll put my stuff in the garage. Stuff went in the garage. But when you drink out of my cup because you felt that it's your cup, because you felt that I can do whatever I want, that's not how it works. We're 50-50. Do you ever see me get in there and go in the cabinet and grab your cup and drink out of it? Now, if the grandkids grab my cup and drink out of it, those are grandkids. Now, if my son drinks out of that cup, that's my son. If my daughter drinks out of that cup, that's my daughter. But they know we don't drink out of dad's cup. So what I did, I bought my kids each their own cup. The reason I did that is so they can have something that they have that they own. That's theirs. When the kids went to grad, when the kids went to college, they took their cups with them. He said, that's your cup. That's nobody's cup. And no one drinks out of it but you. He said, the reason why is because you got to have something that you can actually say that you own. No matter what you have in your values and your cell phone, he said, your technology, whatever. You can at least say one thing. I have a cup that's mine. And no one can take that from me because that's my cup. And that's how he did it. And, he, and now his kids, they're married and they took their cups with them. Now, he said his daughter, she's just like him. Daughter got married to a wonderful good man because I met them. Good man. That man right there, she told her husband, she says, honey, we're going to have this house 50-50, blah, 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 there. Put your stuff in the house. Put, I put my stuff in the house. They c combined everything. They're a little more relaxed. They understood. They kind of combined everything one day she comes one day she gets up in the morning he grabs her cup because he wanted coffee and he grabbed her cup and she stopped him she says what are you doing oh i'm just gonna get coffee i didn't ask that i wasn't talking about coffee why are you grabbing my cup oh well it's just a cup no that's my cup that's my cup you have your own you have you have a cup grab your cup whatever cup but not that cup that's my cup. There's your team. That's your, that's your football team. Drink out of that cup. Not that cup because that's my cup. My personal cup. Do you understand? And he goes, I don't. And she says, she explained to him. Let me explain something to you. Out of all this stuff we have in here, if we lose everything in this house and we have to sell off everything in this house, we have to get rid of everything in this house, at least I'll have my cup. Because that's the only thing that's of value to me. We lose our car, I'll have my cup. 
It's a personal value. Do you understand that? He didn't understand. He didn't understand at that moment. But think about it. Later on, he thought about it. And he realized, oh, do you see me drink out of your cup? That's your football team. That's your team. I don't drink out of that cup. You know why? Because that's your cup. I don't drink out of that cup because that's your cup. That, now, the moral of this story is it's, it's all about what you do. You are going to be married. Y'all got to come together as a family. You got to be able to bend a little bit. So basically what I'm saying is you got to bend a little bit. And you got to be able to compromise. Got to be 50-50. If you're not 50-50, there's a song um, called 50-50 by Drew Deasy. Listen to that song. If you listen to any song by Drew Deasy, it's called 50-50 with Tennille and Fiji. Listen to that song. You'll love it. Great song. It's talking about what I'm talking about. Everything has to be 50-50. You're my better half. You're my queen. I'm going to put you on that pedestal, and we're going to build this dream. 50-50. That's what it means. My money is your money. Your money is my money. It shouldn't be my money is your money. Your money is your money. No, no, no. It's 50-50. Because if I'm broke and I need some money, you should be able to hold me down like a rock. Like, the old, like an old commercial. The old Chevy commercial should be solid as a rock. This is an old Chevy commercial. This is not the old days like E.F. Hutton. When you talk, everybody listens. That's not like that. It's always 50-50. And that's what I mean, okay? So we got to do that, all right? So, hey, that's what it means, okay, for you to understand, all right? Hey, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I wanted to tell you, that story is irrelevant to now. So if you're dating someone, you got to remember, y'all got to do 50-50. And listen, guys, fellas, girls, fellas, ladies, whoever you are, guys, fellas, ladies, they, them, we, Pronouns, whatever pronoun you use. She, him, they, whatever pronoun you use. Yeah, no, I got to make sure I get everybody included that, you know, I'm not excluding no one. Yes, whoever you are. Listen, you got to go 50-50 in a relationship. It's not one-sided. Now, I do say one thing you got to do. Always do this. My, um, I'm going to leave this little magic trick, little magic tip. Not trick, magic tip. My dad always told me this always put money everywhere in your drawers in your back in your bedroom where y'all two stay make sure your drawer put money in there got a book that you read put money in that book if it's your book that you read put it in there throw some money in that book put like a couple 20s in there a couple 10s in there a couple 20s maybe a fit maybe a 50 throw that in there if you have Whatever, just put money everywhere. The reason being is because you never know when you might need that. And always remember, always remember, never go to bed pissed off. If you're arguing, if you had an argument, don't go to bed arguing. If you want to solve the, if you want to get rid of the marriage, if you want to, if you want to keep getting pissed, don't go to bed mad. Don't go to bed mad. Now, one of y'all going to go to bed all pissed off. But the other person should not. Don't go to bed pissed. And whatever, and that person's so mad at you to the point to where they say you sleep on the couch. Go sleep on the couch. If they ask you, I need you to sleep on the couch. Go sleep on the couch. And when you sleep on the couch, sleep on the couch. Until that person falls asleep. When that person falls dead asleep, 
and that person sleep as a brick, then you go clock climb back in bed. Don't sit there and sleep in the bed. Don't sleep on the couch all night. No, go go hop in bed and then go back to sleep. Just give that person space. Always give people time to calm themselves down. Remember that, all right? Hey, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I want to tell you, I love you and each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all. I believe in y'all. Y'all have faith. Y'all truly rock with me. I rock with you. This one goes out to all the people that I bump into at my job. You know who you are. I keep telling you, you need to do a podcast. Listen, do a podcast. I'm going to do another podcast about how you to start your own podcast. I'm going to do that one right now. How you to start your own podcast on anchor.fm. All right. I'm going to tell you what you need to do to get your podcast going. All right. This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast and Bravo Six Going Dark.